0: It's 44. I got it. I wrote okay. it I, I, I just want to make sure. I'm professional. You got this, buddy. I've never
1: said the wrong number. Yeah. No. <laughs> You've never said the wrong number, and it stayed in the episode, <laughs> is what I'll say. Therefore, as far as anybody knows, I've yeah. never said the so
0: wrong number. I think. <laughs> cheers. It's a good job on a show coming up. Good, good job on your upcoming ventures. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode number 44, Random Draw, a board game podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Mann. With me, as always, Dave Hubbard. That's me. Dave Ron Hubbard. (laughs) And Mark Belisle. Hold strong, you diamond-handed apes. I don't don't even stop. Twenty twenty one. Oh, I get it. I, I'm not hip enough to know about that as it was happening. I just know about it now. Oh, man. I <laughs> love just trolling Wall Street bets now. It's oh, very I, funny. I think it's the
1: funniest thing ever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it, it's, it's like I texted. I almost texted you guys the day it was happening, and then it was like everywhere. Yeah. Like 20 minutes after I read about it. I was like, no, they don't need me to tell them about what's happening on Reddit right now. Know, well, here's
1: but- the thing. I am so glad that I wasn't a part of this because I would have sold for a profit by now. I would now. have <laughs> like, sold for a profit. <laughs> I, I would have, have sold there's, too. There's yeah. no part of me that would have held on because I'm a poor person yeah. and I need that money. Yeah. I
0: like to think that I would, but I know that I wouldn't. No, no, I know me and I, I
1: absolutely sold by now. I told Dave, I think going
0: to, to game day, I was like... There's a price, like I, I had in my brain, and it was fifty to seventy thousand. And the second my stock got to that point, yeah. cash now. I couldn't have dialed my phone fast enough. Yeah,
1: <laughs> is that how you uh, is that how you do it? You call, call the, the broker. You call the your, broker on your yeah.
0: landline.
1: <laughs> sell, 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 <laughs> sell, sell, sell.
0: I don't, sir. Know. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> sell, sell, sell. So, so I'll take a baked potato. <laughs> I don't know a lot about stocks or uh, the science behind all that. But I know that I would have sold that. Yeah. I do know that. For a fact. Yeah, I have. I would have been one of those people that got out during this short squeeze. I would have been the people they would have been so mad at. For sure. But I would have had $70,000. Yeah. I would have donated seven grand. You would have? Yeah. Just get like that many Nintendo Switches and donate them like they were doing. But, you know, again, I just, I could use the money, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah. So, like 70,000 new pairs of shoes. (laughs) Listen, as much as I love, uh, you know, living in an apartment. I think a house would be nice. Yeah. Uh, so, if you are just tuning in, this is a Wall Street show. <laughs> uh, man, that would be so embarrassing because, like, the n- amount of knowledge we have about it is so minuscule <laughs> so small. and I can only imagine how much misinformation we would pass along. Just so much, yeah. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll just verbatim read from Wall Street <laughs> Uh So today, on today's podcast, we're going to review two games, and then Mark is going to give us a sweet, sweet topic about something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: got he, a thing.
1: He I'm said sh- it's long, and that is all of the information <laughs> yeah, we have about yeah, yeah. it.
0: <laughs> so that is, you know what I know. But he looks excited. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. I'm always excited to just sink my teeth into a meaty topic.
1: Yeah, and now we're <laughs> only done. Only meat you eat. We're, it's only meat. <laughs> we're done with... Um, all of the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Yeah. So this is some brand new. Because that was from December. Yes. That was in <laughs> December. <laughs> now no. it's
0: February. So, you know, new New year, new me. Sweet. Is that true? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first game we're going to talk about, my daughter got for Christmas. Ooh. this Is a uh, Christmas? This is Kira Christmas. Kira Christmas. I purchased this game for her because I wanted to play it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the game we got, we
0: played was Throw, Throw Burrito. From the guys that made Exploding Kittens. You got Which,
1: it? I will say, I don't like Exploding Kittens very much as a game. I don't know that I've played it. I have it. We could play it sometime. I'll, it won't yeah. take long, and you won't like it very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Throw Throw Burrito. So, in Throw Throw Burrito, it's a uh, pretty fast-paced game. You have these two foam-like burritos that sit in the middle of the table, mm-hmm. and then uh, you are just trying to make sets of three of cards. So, you're constantly just passing cards around the table, and then you have crazy things like goth sloth. So you want to collect three goth sloth. That's worth a point. Barky sharky, uh, barky sharky, mm-hmm. yeah. collect
1: three of those Uh, That gets you a point. And all of this is taking place simultaneously. There are no turns. You're just quickly picking up a card and throwing down the card you don't want out of your hand. Yep, you're just going nuts.
0: So the other three things you can collect are these burrito cards. So there's three different kinds of burrito wars that will cause you to throw these burritos at another person. (laughs) Uh, So they are burrito war, which Mm -hmm. is whoever gets a burrito war, they throw it down, say burrito war, and then it's just all out. And then the first person to get hit with a burrito Gets a wound token. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. soon as all these wound tokens are taken, that's the end of the round. You only play this game in two rounds. Uh, the next one is Burrito Brawl. And the mm-hmm. person to your left and right are going to uh, throw the burritos at each other or just whoever. As, just yeah. as quickly as
1: possible, too. It's not like this is some organized thing. Nope. It's just grab the <laughs> burrito, just and, grab the burrito and throw and and it's often at the wrong
0: person. <laughs> it's
1: most of the time yeah. at the wrong sure. person. It's often whoever said the anything about the burrito gets hit with a burrito. Which is weird because that's the only person who can never get, get hit. hit. If you're yeah. the one who calls the burrito whatever it is, mm-hmm. you are the only one who's immune <laughs> from getting but hit. But you are
0: also the last person to talk to, therefore, a burrito <laughs> magnet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the final one is Burrito Duel. So My favorite. I love Burrito Duel. So Burrito Duel. Uh, Whoever plays it down picks two people. They Mm -hmm. then stand back to back, take three paces, turn and throw burritos at each other. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, It's my favorite. I had to do a little revisit of Hamilton with the Ten Dual Commandments. (laughs) Yeah. And this, that's all I thought about after I got beaned by your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she got you good, She yeah, got me good. She's she, sneaky. Yeah, she doesn't care. She'll whip it at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying not to hurt her, and, like, no, no. chance of that happening because I'm dead <laughs> before I even know what's happening. So after the last person gets the last wound, you then count up your uh, sets of three that you got. It, ever, for every set of three you got, you get one point. For every burrito set of three you get, it's worth two points. Every wound you got, minus one point. Whoever has the most points at the end of that round gets this big coaster-looking thing just to represent that you won that round. It's a burrito doing a war cry that says, he's like, fear me. Yeah, he's like yeah. flexing. Yeah, he's got uh, the burrito flex. So then, so then you play another round, and if the same person wins that, they are the grand champion. There is no one to fight them. Undisputed, burrito, Undisputed king. burrito king. Undisputed burrito king. The the burrito sovereign has arrived. Yep. Yeah. But if somebody else wins, then to decide who is the grand champion you do one final duel between the first round winner and the second round winner, mm-hmm. and then whoever wins that duel then wins the game. It doesn't yeah. really matter, but uh, it is how the game is played. I will say that if you win, you get to hold up the Fear Me coaster, Yeah, and, which and, is sweet. And everybody actually must fear you. Yeah, everyone is. Everyone looks at you differently because they know you've got burrito bloodlust. Yeah, they know, <laughs> they know that any second you could be attacked with a burrito, yeah. and you can't you do anything could. about it because you are a lower... <laughs> Like being, yeah, yeah. You are, you are now my serf. Yeah. <laughs> you are. I can play with you at my whim. I am now Mark's indentured servant, and I can never <laughs> escape my fate because I
1: know that I can't defend myself with a burrito. Yep. <laughs> this game, to be clear, is dumb. Like, so dumb, just so dumb. the dumbest game. But we had a lot of fun. Very like, fun. There is zero strategy. It's <laughs> it's an experience as much as it's a game. Uh, yeah. In a lot of ways. But the point of a game is to have fun with your friends. And I gotta yeah, say. Fun. had fun with my, my friends my favorite part about this game someone will yell like burrito and mark will sprint out of
0: the room <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's like yeah. going for it he's just gone no 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 yeah because like here's the deal i'm never i'm never gonna get the burrito so let me just flee <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> if, 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 unless, unless will... it's brawl or duel and then you can't flee yeah, yeah and then it's a little different then but you know if it's burrito war like why get yourself involved in foreign wars that's all i'm saying my yeah. favorite thing that happened was there was a burrito duel um, and I don't remember who it was between. So then we go back, we get back to playing, and somebody calls burrito something, and then we realize there's just one burrito. One burrito. <laughs> and the other one hadn't been gathered from wherever it had been thrown. And so I was like, All right, hold on guys, like I'll go find the burrito. I know exactly how this happened. So <laughs> So I go, and I'm searching for the burrito. Somehow it ended up in the hallway bathroom behind the toilet. Yep. (laughs) We're all good burritos going to (laughs) die. I don't know how many bounces that thing took to get there. So I come back with this burrito. I round the corner. I set it down on the table, and I go, okay, so what's going on? And then Dan pegs me with a burrito. Yeah. (laughs) So, so what had happened
0: is my daughter had laid down, she called burrito and then we looked, we looked down and then Dave realized there's only one. So he's like, Oh, I'll go get it. Well, while you're gone, she lays the cards down. So now I see that it's a burrito brawl. So I know it's me and you. <laughs> and so I go, okay, I okay. just pick up the other burrito and then you walk in and I just thunk you with it. I'm like, she put it down. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. You like, have a, know, you man. have a burrito. When it comes to when it comes to burritos <laughs> like you have to be always prepared. And then the improbable, Karen and I in a duel and mm-hmm. we throw burritos at each other and they impacted the air. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. That uh, was the best part because I was like, oh, I'll take her by surprise and I will hike the Burrito between my legs yep. to hit her, and when I did that, they just hit in the air. It was—I didn't know what happened because my back was to it. it yeah, aired, it, hit. it felt like I was watching Wanted. Oh my gosh, I was curving my burrito. <laughs> yep. yep. This game once again is dumb. So dumb. big, big happy salmon vibes. Oh, from oh so this game.
1: big happy salmon vibes. Mm-hmm. But dumb fun, and like you have to stand. You have to stand around yeah. the table to play it. You cannot play this sitting down. If you're sitting down, you're gonna get a burrito to the noodle. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah it was and it's like cheap it like we got it for like 24 dollars or something like that yeah how's it play with three uh terrible you know that whoever says burrito the other two are gonna be fighting oh so that's it's true like, yeah it's not great with three you can play with three but it's not great but dave was saying like oh you could just get two sets and you now could have four burritos you could have more burritos because you could mix sets and like no yeah problem. it wouldn't matter So, um, and there was also like a jumbo burrito, like ones with just big old burritos. Like just (laughs) uh, ball-sized burritos. I don't know if that's such a hot idea.
1: I will say these burritos, they're like a hard, dense foam. So they have enough weight to them where you can definitely wing them. For sure. But they also are not Quite soft enough that if you threw them as hard as you can, like they will hurt. In our three-player game, each one of us got hurt. So, like, (laughs) so uh,
0: one time I was gonna throw a burrito at Amber, and I just kind of was like lobbing it at her chest, but she had leaned down to pick up the other burrito, so it hit her directly in the eye. And then um, Amber did the same thing, but hit Kira smaller than everyone else, so it hit her like right in the throat. And then Kira threw one at me. and I tried to, like, matrix dodge it. And I moved my head, but not far enough. And it hit me square in the side of the nose. Oh, <laughs> I was oh, like, ah. And you know when you get hit in the nose, you're just like, ah. And your eyes are <laughs> yeah, like, all teared up. Yeah, I was going to say, I think uh, at one point, Dave called a burrito and just out of reflex, I just rifled a, a burrito at Dave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it got I, me
1: square in the little Dave's. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hey, man,
0: I put some I put some mustard on that one, too, and the, I felt pretty bad about here's it. Here's
1: the problem. The table is like just top of thigh yeah. height. <laughs> and so you you winged it at me sideways and it perfectly took one small bounce <laughs> on the table and then just straight trajectory into me. Yeah, skipped it across. Like yeah, yeah, skipping stones. <laughs> was- I'm like the I'm like the dead shot of nut shots. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not the best I felt whilst playing a board game. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's it, just but it was funny. By the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I laughed harder than you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was, was like, like, oh no, I like, so hurt, but like yeah. it's, it was funny. Yeah,
0: it's just like a silly funny game. Like there's not strategy or anything. No. The the worst part. So you're passing cards to the player next to you. And the worst part is like you're looking at these cards and now I'm just passing the same card where well, I can make like six sets of three, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just yeah. passing them because I have two <laughs> other cards I'm trying to match up. It's like, oh, come on like and then i oh, decide yeah. to switch and then like the other card comes in <laughs> my favorite is like Gosh. feeding you non licky chickies. yeah and i'm just like <laughs> i can't like i should take these yeah, i'm like yeah, i yeah. should take and i'm just passing them along yeah i'm, I'm waiting for like uh one of those cat cow things yeah. or well i know oh, it's so frustrating i know from all the times playing with kira that if kira is passing to you you might as well not try to get any burrito cards because she will hold every burrito card she can. So I, if she, I know she's passing me, I'm not keeping burrito cards because I'm never going to get it. So I'm yeah. just trying to collect other things because mm-hmm. she'll pass them. But yeah, it's, it's too just, funny. It's just a silly game. Right? Yeah, it's good. And you know what? It was like it hit so perfectly because we were playing uh, <laughs> it Grail, hit so oh, Tainted Grail, Tainted Grail, which was we played it for like sixteen hundred hours. Straight. Yeah, and it was <laughs> <we had laughs> <just laughs> one sitting, mission. We had been sitting the whole time, and then like we got a chance to play Throw Throw Burrito, and it was so refreshing. Yeah, it was perfect to just stand and run yeah, and to laugh just, and to just like get up and make sure I didn't have blood clots in my legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. Old <laughs> from, man, Marm from, from from Tainted Grail. <laughs>
1: uh mark tell us
0: about throw throw burrito throw Throw burrito published in 2019 by exploding kittens dan you mentioned them uh that's the game company uh they also yes. published the game exploding kittens yes and a game of cat and mouth which i'm kind of interested cat in. and mouth cats and mouth i don't care for that
1: that's weird yeah <laughs> i mean so is throwing a burrito but yeah throw throw a burrito but good on them it's a fun game Fun it game. It's a fun game. Designed by
0: Matthew Inman, uh Elon Lee, who both did Exploding Kittens, and Brian S. Spence, who did Adversity. And the art was done by Matthew Inman uh, and Elin Lee, and they both did Exploding Kittens. The art is fun. Matthew Inman, I think, does the Oatmeal. I don't know. Which is that a is. popular webcomic. Yes. Yeah. I enjoy the Oatmeal. Yeah, it's very funny. It's like, I didn't read web comics because I'm an adult. <laughs>
1: also, oh. you don't read. <laughs> that's My true. daughter
0: did say she's never seen me read a book. And yeah. I go, that's true. Yeah. She goes, you can read. I was like, I can read. I can I've read. never <laughs> seen you read a book. Like, well, I mean, I can't read. I've never seen a million dollars, but I know it exists.
2: <laughs> never for me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. Uh, if
0: you're going to read web comics, read Akewood. It's good. Read what? Akewood. No, I'm not going to read webcomics. But just I mean, like, you, have you ever caught your fancy? To, it's not going to. I'm just saying. I just... You know what? Just email me one a day. Okay. <laughs> I'll start, I'll, That's fine. I'll just set up a I'm macro sure, uh, that I'm sends sure that it guy directly to my trash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go... And then I'll text. As soon as I see it come through, I'll go, Oh, a good one, Mark. That one was funny. <laughs> I'm like, that was really... That was really sad. That nope, was sad they're all one. funny. <laughs> uh, so let's rate Throw Throw Burrito. So we... Our rating system, 1 to 10, but we don't use the number 7 because that is a cop-out. Mm-hmm. So let's write Throw Throw Burrito. Mark, how many empanadas would you give Throw Throw Burrito? I'm a big fan of empanadas. Oh, my gosh. Me too. This I love empanadas. This game would be
1: empanadas. so messy if we're throwing empanadas, though. Like actual empanadas
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. or burritos. <laughs> it would
1: be just me trying to catch empanadas with my mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would be like, yo, me, 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 me. me, me. me. Hit me. <laughs> so the next time we play, step one, we go to Moe's. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll get, we get burritos. We each get home records. No, that's too too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There or we go, get a burrito sure. box or you, something.
0: Also, would $50 burrito yeah. taco, like party packs or whatever this is an interesting one to score I'm gonna take I'm gonna give this one an 8 because it, it was so much fun and it did tickle my little funny bones because <laughs> it was just nice to get up and move around I enjoy. I always enjoy playing Happy Salmon. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's, and I get the same energy playing this one. It's really cool if you get a whole bunch of people together and just be like, "Hey, you want to huck burritos at each other? <laughs> you want to throw <laughs> these burritos? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Sure do so. Give me an eight. I like it's an eight. Uh, Dave, one to ten, not using the number seven. How many empanadas would you give? Throw, throw burrito. I. We'll
1: also give it an 8. I'm not going to do anything different than Mark. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever Mark does. <laughs> it's mostly just because like, I'm ranking this along with your Happy Salmon mm-hmm. because that is the style of this game. It is a very simple game. It is a very active and fun game. I had a blast. Solid 8. But it is also so simple that I can't really go past an 8. Yeah. But it is fun. But so it's fun. There you mm-hmm. go. Yep. Uh Dan, throw throw burrito, how many empanadas would you give it one to ten not
0: using the number seven? I also will give it an eight. Three it's eights. That. That's equals sixteen. Yep. So that <laughs> a is, meaningless number. <laughs> that is th- throw throw burrito. Good game. Fun. Yeah, you should pick total. it up. Good, you can get it at, like target and stuff too. So Dave, did you enjoy throw throw burrito more than exploding kittens? Oh yeah. Well Dave said he hated yeah. exploding kittens. No, I don't care yeah. for exploding kittens. That's true. Okay. So and he gave throw throw burrito an eight. He get, okay. That is fair. That is yeah i'm just using my powers of deduction (laughs) so
1: obviously splitting kittens seven (laughs) okay (laughs) most seven
0: game of the year 2021 (laughs) stay tuned for the next only (laughs) seven the randy 2021 only sevens. (laughs) uh next up we played a game called mon's Drosity. So M-O-N-S, draw. City. City. But not <laughs> S-I-T-Y. Like monstrosity, but draw Monstrosity. City. So we actually played this game, a version of this game, At, if you think way back, uh, back in the day when you were allowed to be around other people (laughs) Mm -hmm. in large groups, we played this at PAX Unplugged. The good old days. Yeah. (laughs) And this was like day one, like PAX Unplugged, like first thing we saw. This this guy, I was going to say, this is the first game we demoed. Yeah, this guy's like, oh, you want to play this game? So in Monstrosity, one person has witnessed an alien. Mm hmm. And then uh, he, i done seen an alien, <laughs> and then he is now describing to these government sketch artists what this alien looks like. So the person that has seen the alien gets to look at this card, uh, a draw a picture of an alien for twenty seconds. They're all like cartoony and mm-hmm. silly, and they're like really well done though. So good, lots of detail because mm-hmm. you have to get lots of detail. Mm-hmm. So for twenty seconds, you get to look at this card, and then after twenty seconds, you put the card down. Then you set a timer for two minutes, and then during those two minutes. Uh, the person is trying to describe the alien that he saw, and the people drawing can also ask questions. You will have to ask questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. So for two minutes, you do that. Then at the end of two minutes, you um, you show every everyone your work, and then <laughs> uh, the person that has seen the alien then in secret writes down who he thinks is the best alien that most represents mm-hmm. what he saw. Mm-hmm. And then he flips the card
1: over, and you could see what you should have been drawing. And my thing doesn't look like that. No, it never does. (laughs) and then no it's just a matter of how much it doesn't look like (laughs) right and
0: then everybody else at the table holds up uh, their fingers each board has a number on it and so they hold up their fingers representing which board they think did the best job drawing the alien Mm -hmm. and each person gets one point so and then that's it that is like the whole game Mm -hmm. it's so simple so easy you do that two rounds and then it's the end I would just say you play that for forever because it's so much fun Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's (laughs) such a blast well and And, it's
1: crazy too because 20 seconds to stare at that card seems like a perfectly fine time when you're not the one staring. Yeah, at it, yeah. and then the second you're the person staring for 20 seconds, you look at the card and you start to go like, "Okay, he's got like stalks for eyes. He's got a nose. Looks like he has two horns, sort of on his left. Beep 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 beep." Yeah and then you put yeah. the card down
0: and then like a nothing. then gone. like an elephant is in your yeah. head like, oh no I thought of something else and then
1: people start asking you questions and like the first couple questions you can like fire off a response yeah. pretty good and then as the two minute drawing time proceeds they're like does he have a nose and you're like does he have a yeah, nose does. Does he have a yeah nose? <laughs> <laughs> what do his hands look like
2: what do
1: his <laughs> hands look like oh that
0: was so funny like? when I did mine and you guys were like well what does uh, what does his arms look like and I was like I don't know that he has <laughs> arms <laughs> Maybe. and then you flipped it over and he absolutely absolutely had arms arms. (laughs) and it was it's like a bunch of that but it's just like one of those games that's so funny and so silly Mm -hmm. and it's it's like what's that game we play
1: Telestrations?
0: Telestrations. That's the one. I pulled that out of your brain.
1: Excellent work, (laughs) dude.
0: Yeah, it's like Telestrations, that kind of game, where it's silly drawing, and it's just more for laughing than anything. Like, I couldn't tell you who won these games. It's more about just having fun and, and, like, enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. It's such an interesting, like, examination of, like, what are the things that this person's going to remember? Yeah. But the worst, so when we played it at PAX, we were, like, loving it. And we're like, yeah, we'll take a copy. The guy's like, oh yeah, it's not out yet. (laughs) We're like, like, what are you doing here? Money. (laughs) What what are we doing here? I think he handed us a thing for um, Kickstarter. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I did not kickstart it. It was weird because we went to Games and Stuff is like my favorite board game store to go to. It's in Glen Burnie, Maryland, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's huge. It's a big, huge game store. Amber went with me. We are like looking around, and she saw it. And she's like, she wasn't there with us when we demoed it. So she's like, oh, check this game out. And I was like, we have to get this. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I played this game. Yeah, we played it, this at PAX, and so this mm-hmm, prototype for it. was board. so great. And and it great. We bought an expansion with it. Expansion's just like funny creatures, like cute, yeah. cute. That's what it is, cute creatures. And it, we just mixed them all together. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. But it comes with a huge stack of cards
1: and, and a bunch of boards. So you can well, play with a bunch of so people. And so that was one of my questions, actually, when we were demoing at PAX is like, how many different monsters are there? Because if the answer is like 12, yeah, this game has very little replayability because you're just going to get to learn those 12 monsters. Right. This deck is probably what a hundred ish monsters. Yeah, like it's easily. Huge, and yeah. I really like what they did. There's two
0: spots in the box, and w- the whole deck of cards fits perfectly in one spot. So mm-hmm. what we do as we're playing is once we do a monster, we move it to the other slot. Mm-hmm. So we're never
1: like until we go through this deck, we're not going <laughs> to see the same monster twice. Yeah. Which is going to be quite a quite while. Some like time, <laughs> That's yeah. a big deck. Uh, one of the other things I would say the art is way better than the demo copy we played. Yeah, the demo mm-hmm. copy
0: wasn't in like color. It was kind. It mm-hmm. was still a. An alien but it was just kind of like drawn yeah, you could there. definitely tell they were like rough mock-ups yeah, but I was still it was. willing to but, buy yeah, say, but the gameplay was so like fun yeah and it was funny because we are playing it so we're just like waiting for the person to describe it and then this guy the demo guy kicks in and he just starts asking questions and we're like oh my god you could ask questions <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so funny and the that's how you play the game like the person offers up information but there's an alternative way which I'd like to try the person that saw the alien can only answer questions oh so like that, that he's not oh they're that's not brutal. giving
1: any information they're yeah. just answering questions well, I feel like half of the time that was close to how we played I mean yeah.
0: you, you you would get like the baseline shape yeah, yeah. you would start out like what like uh, if he's like oval shaped or whatever but it's always like what shape of his head like we, he doesn't really have a head yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's, like, he's like he's basically all body he's, yeah it's so my favorite was Amber describing the toupee of eyes oh <laughs> my <laughs> god <laughs> well, that's the best part like I knew exactly I was like yeah that makes sense to me yeah and, and it's just and it's always interesting to when you have a game like that is like, all right, well, how how is everyone around the table visualizing this yeah, alien? Yeah,
1: right. We all got given the exact same information and then we would slide our drawings in the center of the table and they would be wildly so different cr- sometimes. Yeah, they'd so be funny.
0: orientated differently or yeah. it just was like little stuff. Like the one time Dave drew one I looked at it and was like, I never even crossed my mind that it could yeah. look like that. <laughs> that is the only thing that crossed yeah. my mind. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's just such a good, fun game, and it's cheap too. It's like twenty bucks or something like that. It it's just so monstrosity. It's so it's stupid title, but it's <laughs> no, I like the title. You, you do it's pretty great. Yeah. I don't know. Don't add words in the middle because <laughs> like, no, I'm all about it. At least it's not a colon, It's like a a rushing nesting egg.
1: It's not like monstrosity, colon, a drawing game. A drawing game. (laughs) Who's the witness? Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: good, though. Mark, tell us about Monstrosity. Monstrosity was published in 2020 by Bread and Circuses. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. (laughs) Bread and Circuses also published Council of Creepies. Also licensed by Deepwater Games, who did Floor Plan. Take a look at our episode 40 if you want to hear our thoughts about Floor Plan. That was a the good game. of Side Plan. Yeah, and Welcome to they made it. Yeah, yeah. I, two good rolling rights, man. Yeah. Two, rolling, two good rolling rights and then one draw and talk. <laughs> <laughs> draw and talk, the new genre. I love
1: it. I would lo- I'll play so many draw and talks. Well, and it is interesting, too, because... Like, so they made roll and rights that are very numbers-crunchy. Mm-hmm. Both of those games, it's just a lot of trying to min-max your score. Mm-hmm. And then there's this game, which is just laughing, drawing ridiculous things. Yeah. And then there is a score, but like Dan said, I couldn't tell you who won I don't or know lost. Who won. I have no I idea. Know, I, I know, know that I had a good time. I didn't, I didn't care if I got points. Nope. I didn't care I about of any fun. of that. Yeah. The
0: design was done by Eric Slauson, who designed a game called Tattoo Stories. Uh, and the art, I could not find credited art anywhere, but I did notice that each illustration a, was signed yeah, by the yeah. artist so yeah. if you're that interested in it like it's all over the cards buy um, the game and read buy the game <laughs> you'll have a lot of fun trust me <laughs> yeah it's a good game mm. let's rate this game i got it let's rate this game <laughs> one to ten not using the number seven how many art goblins <laughs> would you give it dave one to
1: ten not using the number seven how many art goblins would you give Monstrosity? This is tough. I wish I remembered what I ranked Telestrations because to me, yeah. this is like absolutely the same genre of game. Sure. Like if I'm ranking it against other games, that would be top of my list to rank it I against. Think we talked about Telestrations oh, before we know. started. Oh, just kidding. Scores. You probably gave it like 17 out
0: of 45. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Before it, you, you ranked, yeah, uh, you definitely graded Telestrations in the bad times.
1: <laughs> Either way, I would like to rank this officially. The same score as Telestrations because I would interchangeably play either of them. <laughs> I will oh. give them both an eight if i never ranked Telestrations officially. There you go, Mark. it is right. now an now. eight. There we go. I'll
0: add it in the sub notes. It's
1: but like- it was a ton of fun. It really yeah. was. But it was a ton of fun for the amount of time we played it. And then I felt like I was good. But I would happily play it again.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. So, yeah. Art Goblins. Art Goblins. goblins.
2: Art -mm. Art, (laughs) art Goblins.
0: I'm going to give it a nine. And the reason I like this a little more than Telestrations is because this can be at a way lower player count. Mm -hmm. So Mm. I can play this with just Amber and Kira if we wanted to. Oh, yeah, and it's still fun. Yeah, but I can't play Telestrations with just that many people because it's not
1: near as fun. Five minimum is fun
2: for For Telestrations.
0: Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, it's just such a fun game, and I'm actually really surprised we found it because I didn't think about it again since we played it at PAX. Mm -hmm. Now, that's all I thought about once I got it. I was, I was so excited to <laughs> play always, it. it. It's, it's so always fun. so incredible when you see like, an up-and-coming game at a con, yeah. and then you kind of forget about it, and then it just reappears in your life. Or there's games I play, and then I go, oh, man, this game's out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go I would ahead. give this game... I think I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 art bandolay goblins. No, just art goblins. Write it down. Make sure you know that it's just art goblins. (laughs) (laughs) It's important. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, this game was a lot of fun. I agree with Dan. You can play it at a lower player count. I just like the style of game in general. Yeah. Like where you guys can look and mock my terrible illustrations that's how as you look in game, my, yeah, my the, terrible the whole gameplay yeah like, it's it's just so funny because like it's easily noticeable who has like the real art skills at the table like yeah, you and numbers me. are usually pretty good i am no artist by any means but i have like bare minimum skill like i could, <laughs> i could certainly make things look like things, just not good, like yeah. not great. You've got a history of doodling, I can tell. I, I do some doodle. I used <laughs> to do some doodling. some doodling. i know known for some doodling.
1: Yeah, if I'm, uh, somebody's talking to me and I don't want to hear it, I'll be doing some doodling. Just like when uh, Mark's going to do his topic right now, it's oh, Dan's yeah. tune-out doodle time. Yep. Like, I don't even have the microphone near my face. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just going to be Dan, <laughs> Dan looking down for like I,
0: an hour. <laughs> I brought some Bluetooth headphones so I could tune out the whole thing. Oh, man. Noise-canceling <laughs> headphones are never a bad idea when the talking yeah, starts. Yeah, like, here goes Mark. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye world uh, so that is Mon's yeah a so couple lightweights this week what's that a couple lightweights this week <laughs> i thought you said wet works a <laughs> couple <laughs> wet works, <laughs> works i don't too. know what that i've been means. crying this whole episode <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Know what that means what's your favorite cryptid like if you could describe a cryptid which one could you do a, the best job describing oh none of them yeah um i think i really like chupacabra <laughs> my first fantasy football name was the legendary chalupa cabra <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty good. good thanks uh yeah i don't Trademark. know <laughs> yeah don't, don't you dare let me see it out there i'll sue you yeah uh nessie i guess nessie yeah, yeah if ahead. i to describe yeah, it like pretty easy right a
1: snake head sticking out of the water yeah, with uh, yeah it's like a, with like a upside down plate thing. floating behind <laughs> it yeah 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 yeah. yeah perfect <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what, what dave's talking about
0: man did you see that oklahoma path is trying to pass a law for bigfoot hunting like, that we, you can't. You can or cannot. That you can. Like, oh, the open season on Bigfoot. Open in Oklahoma? season on Bigfoot. No, there's no way that Bigfoot lives in Oklahoma. By the way, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Like, no, what forests are serves. in
1: Oklahoma? There's some forests in eastern Oklahoma. Here's the real problem with that: is you're just gonna have some real hairy dude, shirtless, walking through his backyard. He's, back gonna, get he's smoked, gonna get shot. Yeah, shot yeah. yeah, by some hillbilly, yeah. and he's gonna strap him to the hood of his. GMC.
0: Yeah. I is, got Bigfoot. I call me a Bigfoot. <laughs> this is why I'm in the wilderness. I never take off my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you don't take off your shirt and walk really slow while looking at people with cameras. All hunchy, you know? Do you walk really blurry? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the trick is you have to walk blurry. Oh, he's so yeah. blurry. It killed me. I was like, oh, man, look, good job, Oklahoma. Like, it's never a dull moment with you. That's what they're spending their money on.
1: Yeah. yeah. Way to take care of the real important issues in our modern time. The oh, guy's man. like, well, it'll increase tourism to Oklahoma. And I was like, I guess it would. By like 12 people. I man. guess that's maybe a big deal. It was Oklahoma. a big deal. <laughs> That's I a could, big deal. Now I'm.
0: The other day we were looking for something. Oh, we were on eBay looking for stuff. Uh-huh. And Amber's like, "What if you found like a Pizza Time thing from Mark? Oh, like be uh, so like so something funny. like a menu or something?" I was like, "Well, obviously I'd buy it." But I was like, "I don't even know the actual name of
1: the place. It's Pizza Is Time. Is it Pizza Time. Yeah, pizza Time. Yeah, because it's Party Time there. Uh, that, Calling time for Pizza
0: Time. When you want it hot and you want it fresh, yeah. Pizza Time's the very best. Call Pizza Time Pizza. <laughs> I don't know. We'll do all the rest. <laughs> I don't know why that struck me so hard just oh, now, but yeah. I was." The fun I, thing is, is like I could record the song. Like yeah. I remember it that. I don't much. know why we haven't. I, that should just be the intro to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was. Oh man, it was great. It was is like the best is the best uh, jingle I've ever heard. Because man, the lady was selling it. it She's I mean, selling that s- pizza time pizza. You're still <laughs> talking about. It. You're still so hot for it. It's good, it's, man. It's. Uh, we were watching football, so I when I watch football, I usually have direct ticket so i don't get local commercials Mm -hmm. but the other day i was watching football on actual tv so we're getting all the local like car commercials and stuff they're pretty rough to watch for (laughs) the most part it's a lot of people's kids it is a lot of people's kids and that's what we were talking to kira and we said would you like us to like get a local business so that you in turn can be in a local commercial (laughs) because (laughs) because we were watching the commercial and like the people move their heads like so unnaturally when they talk i don't know why they Like you don't talk like that. Why is your head moving so much? You're not in a boxing match, bro. This whole commercial, (laughs) these people's heads were all over the place. Mm -hmm. And we were talking. She's like, "Well, no, would I have to move my head like that?" Yeah, obviously, you have to reproduce it. Commercial. My favorite is that local spot where it's the same person's kids that have been there since I moved it's here. It's like a car commercial. And right? I've been watching this yeah. kid grow up like on my now television. Now she's like an awkward teen. Yeah. Like, like Dad, I don't want to be a commercial. <laughs> Other it's kids like, are making fun of me. Yeah, like I shouldn't know when this girl's birthday is. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> anyway, that's uh local. Welcome yeah. to local Delaware <laughs> well, commercial Delaware talk. Delaware local talk. <laughs> Next uh, up, we're talking about the water wheel and Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings this uh, portion of the show to a screeching halt. Yep. And Level on up. to the next portion that we call the talkic. The talkic. It is sometimes entertaining. The portmanteau <laughs> of a title. Where you just jam the topic and the mm-hmm. talk—that's how I was made together mm-hmm. into a. how <laughs> Dan was made. So I was made. <laughs> just, yep. Two things oh. were jammed together, and the next thing you know, nine months later, I was C-section. <laughs> That's how we were all made to a point. I don't know how people get made. I'm yeah, Just man. saying how I, I'm just telling you how I was. We're on the street behind the couch in Texas. <laughs> oh no, behind the couch. Yeah, behind the couch. I was a C-section baby because I was too big. Apparently. Oh, really? Too That's, big? Like, I don't know. I was only like nine pounds, but my mom's only like four foot eleven. Dave, interesting
1: conception story. Go. I was delivered by Doctor Batman. Oh. My birth certificate says Doctor Batman. Oh. Was it really? Was it the Batman? No. She was a very good doctor, Ooh, apparently. Wow. Dare I make this yeah. assumption. Gender. Look at you. <laughs> Sorry. Genderer. <laughs> Sorry, it was the 80s, so I just
0: assumed. Just assumed. Really. Yeah. There were no women doctors were in the There no women doctors in 1986. She was a tough, no-nonsense single mom from the 80s. So I haven't re- watched a lot of, like, quote-unquote classic television. Like I Not haven't watched have Golden I. Girls. I haven't I've done any of that. No? No. I've maybe seen two episodes of Golden Girls. Golden maybe. Girls is pretty legit. They covered a lot of uh, racy topics for their time. I know. I've
2: I
1: would just like to say thank you for being a friend.
2: Thank
0: you for being a
1: friend. The best uh, television show that got away with covering racy to- topics. Topics. <laughs> So that's a trademark. Yep. <laughs> um, dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, I just that watched, watched the pilot too. episode of Dinosaurs last yeah. night, and it's so weird. <laughs> Dude, that entire – it didn't get very many episodes, and it's worth the watch through. But it was like, like on HBO, right? Uh, like on on no, right no. No, no.
0: It was on HBO or something no, like that. No, it was just on regular
1: cable what TV. Was it, ABC
0: Yeah, can you imagine yeah. like a, a network taking a risk like that
1: now? <laughs> Dude, no. cuz that show like covers topics disguised as dinosaur issues. Was it issues. one of it, like suicide or something? Uh, like one that? of them was euthanasia. They were going to That's throw the fine. grandmother in the tar pits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. There was a whole episode about the boy's first dance. Oh. Uh, his parents caught him watching dance step movies on his oh. computer in his room, and oh it was boy. very uncomfortable. He had his Letterman
0: jacket on. I remember that. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. the dad takes him
1: to a
0: shady dance <laughs> establishment. Inappropriate. Yeah, for his first dance. You know. For
1: his first dance. Like, they did some stuff in this show that you could never get yeah, away with. That's like yeah. one of those things, like as a kid, you have no idea what's going on but your love loving It and oh, then, yeah. like, your parents are like,
0: What in are we watching? You yeah, like the yeah. when
1: the daughter uh, got her tail and all the boys kept staring at her tail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I have to finish the yeah. show. It like, is yeah. it is fascinating. Like,
0: as a child, I'm watching it, I'm like, Oh, this
1: is cool. Yeah, the dinosaurs, the mama. yeah, not the mama's. All no, yeah. as in an, watching and, it as a kid, I just sort of chuckled. Watching it as an adult, yeah, yeah, yeah. that show like, is a whole new level of interest. Oh, yeah, like, I'm whoa. watching the
0: pilot last night and I'm like, Earl is. Like literally one bad day away from being a family annihilator. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) it's incredible how much he hates his family in the in the pilot. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Uh, Anyway, it's a (laughs) topic. So anyway Anyway, we do a topic about stuff. Yeah, gentlemen. That wasn't it just then. (laughs) No, no, no. That was that was sidebar. Gentlemen, tonight I'm gonna offer you the near newest edition. Of bad guys of board game history, oh, four Ellie. or five, something like that. I don't know which, but this one's called "The
1: Wingnut and the Welfare Empire." <laughs> what an interesting title! You love your titles. He I do does love, love my titles. He does love a title. I really do. I kind of love your titles too. Thank you. I
0: appreciate it. Eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gentlemen. I'm going to start this uh, topic by asking a super personal question. No Go way. on. Have either of you ever been on welfare? No. No.
1: No. Never. Not once.
0: No, we were just like our own kind of
1: poor. Yeah. We. Oh, okay. <laughs> we. Um, we were very, very poor, but no, mm-hmm. never quite on welfare. Yeah. So my
0: family was on WIC. Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah. with the mm-hmm. WIC program. Uh, Is that still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still on. And then uh, we had food stamps for a little while, too, just because my mom, single mom, and, uh, you know, working. Didn't have like a lot of support, so mm-hmm. you know, you do what you gotta do. Is your mom the bad guy of board game history? <laughs> no, no, not at all. My mom's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> what? what laugh for? It was a saint, you maybe. talking about my mother? <laughs> yeah, my mother. Which one? <laughs> How dare you? No. I'll kill you. Well, as it turns out, I wasn't alone. Uh, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, fifty-two point two million people, or twenty-one point
1: three percent of U.S. households. Are on some form of government assistance. Mm-hmm. And here's a extra fun fact about that. Almost every one of them has a job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like that na- is, uh, it is mostly is Walmart, it. fast food. Um yep. we subsidize a lot of large corporations.
0: Yep. And that was those numbers were from 2012. That was before the, the pandemic started. Mm. Uh, in 2018, 12.4% of all US households received money from SNAP or the Supplemental Nutritional Aid Plan. Oh, SNAP. Oh
1: snap! <laughs> That's why they named it that. It definitely wasn't percent, the acronym. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Uh, so nearly seventy percent of those people uh, had children in the house and uh, provided much of the money they needed to survive. Uh, are you guys familiar with the term welfare queens? No. Yes. <laughs> you never heard the term welfare queen? I, I guess not. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not hip, <laughs> Dave. If you had to describe a welfare queen, how would you? How would you describe I'm a welfare? Familiar queen? with trap? Corner. Here
1: is how I would describe it, though they're not. They're they, not much of a real thing, like they are described for the most part. They exist, but they are the rarity. I worked in social the social health industry in Philly for a little while, and, mm-hmm. and we directly dealt with a lot of these people. But a welfare queen, officially, officially. would be someone who keeps squirting out kids. That way they can keep <laughs> getting uh, bigger checks every uh, month, and they purposefully will never get a job or never work or benefit society. They just squirt out kids, preferably try to pawn them off on other people, like their grandparents and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then just take the money and go get their... Uh, Go do whatever they want.
0: Yeah, that is actually a pretty close approximation of the stereotype of the
2: welfare queen.
1: We used to hear about the stereotype a lot, and then we worked with real people, (laughs) and it turns out it's... Actually, really hard to get away with that. Yeah, I wish I didn't have a job. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you wish I didn't have a job either. <laughs> well, it does get in the way of my gaming. That's yeah. true, for it's sure. True. Well, I do waste a lot of time at work. So, That's in order to
0: like have a full like understanding of our particular flavor of bad kind of night, we're gonna talk a little bit at first. I'm gonna lay down some groundwork here about the welfare programs that the U.S. kind of provided. Are we talking about uh, tulips, Denmark? That's it, baby. It's all these people who lost their shirts in the tulip bubble. It's all trickle-down. And then down. they had to go on uh, welfare. <laughs> welfare, because they were popping out tulips. Well, you can't, and you right. can't eat tulip bulbs. You can't live on <laughs> tulip can't bulbs, bulbs can't alone. So the first food stamps program was established during 1939 as a way to get surplus food from rural communities to underserved urban areas. So it was like a little bit of scratch your back, I'll scratch mine, where Mm. you had poor people in the cities, and you had poor farmers in the country who needed to sell food but had no way of getting it to the marketplace. So the government said, hey, we'll subsidize moving food from point A to point B, and then that way everyone's getting money in the whole system. Sounds great. The New Deal. Yeah. Sounds like it. The New Deal legislation. Worked like a charm. Worked <laughs> like a charm. If I know anything <laughs> about government work, yeah, oh. I'm sure it worked yep. like a charm. So after we went through several different iterations, uh, the Food Stamp Act was passed in 1964 at the behest of presidential crazy man, Lindy B, Lyndon B. Johnson. Oh, <laughs> LBJ LBJ. Get, get them food out of the farm, put it in the city. <laughs> he would beat you to death if he heard you talk like that about him. Well, he's him. dead now. What's yeah, he going to do? <laughs> uh, Johnson, uh, he passed that act as part of his war on poverty for his golden society. Yeah, war on the poor. Yeah. There's one thing we should be fighting. It's, it's the, the poor. poor. <laughs> uh, they're so easy to conquer. <laughs> yep. So in addition to funding the new program, the act also allowed the government to better regulate all the other welfare programs that the government was currently providing. It was uh, a good way for the government to start having like better control over who was getting the benefits of yes. food stamps of welfare. That's what I want, a controlling government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like that, huh? Oh, God, yeah. I
1: want it to watch me at all times. I want it to know where I'm at. That's why I carry <laughs> this phone. I always have the. No, that's so private. Companies know where I'm at at all times. <laughs> I also want to make sure the government knows where I'm at at well, all I'm times. Well, I'm always on a dot .gov. <laughs> oh, I'm always <laughs> logged into some dot .gov somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. I'm, I'm al- uh, constantly logged into USDA.gov. I'm always <laughs> USDA, yeah. I'm always on the dot .gov searching the word bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 100% of the time. No, That, that they- IP address is doing it again, sir. Do we need to like step in? <laughs> no, no, he's doing it. He just wants to know where he's at. <laughs> he, just, he just likes to be <laughs> yeah. noticed. Yeah, we call that the extremist ping. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't long after the passage of the food stamp act, that news outlets began to report on welfare fraudsters taking advantage of the system. No. I know. Little known fact, the first known perpetrators of welfare fraud were actually men.
2: hmm well,
0: <laughs> Yeah, that makes total sense to me. Yeah, for sure. But that didn't stop magazines like uh, Look and Reader's Digest from writing sensational stories about mothers gaming the welfare system. Oh,
1: those stinking mothers with their kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, to be specific, it was white men. <laughs> Yeah, who were the white, first perpetrators.
0: white, poor rural men. <laughs> yep, yeah, who were like committing welfare fraud, and like for the most part, um, your first like examples of welfare fraudsters were like poor Appalachians. Mm-hmm. Who, oh yeah, making yeah. their whiskey in the mountains. That's what getting, they do. Get, getting their what, food stamps, jousting on their four wheelers. Oh my god, <laughs> I never finished that so no, I'm gonna use my,
1: to. I'm gonna use my food stamps just to get grain and barley. I, yeah. <laughs> I need a very specific ingredient. Yeah, yeah. Here's my wick card. How much grain and barley
0: can I yeah. get? Sir, would you just like a box of kicks? <laughs> no, no, I just want
2: whole grain. No, I can't I can't
0: ferment this kicks. Too many I mean, preservatives. I mean feed it to my family. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. Uh... Sir Cornflakes has whole grains in it. No, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> no, 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 no. They can't have it like that. I need it in the raw. <laughs> so the group of women that were written about became known as the first welfare queens a term that was invented by the 19— By another white man. Yep. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A term that was invented in the 1970s by either Jet Magazine or by George Bliss writing for the Chicago Tribune. Oh, George Bliss. George Bliss. How dare you. I know. Uh, Both publications were writing about the story of Linda Taylor, a black woman living in Illinois— who is alleged to have had fraudulently claimed a hundred thousand dollars worth of benefits using 80 different aliases. What year was this?
1: This was in the 1970s.
0: Dang, hundred grand in the 1970s. All <laughs> yeah. right.
1: You know what the worst part of that is like she had to hand fill out all of those forms. <laughs> like it's not like she could go online and she had a full-time mm-hmm. job. Yeah, she was... put in work. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, she yeah. earned <laughs> that money. Yeah. She's also, actually... I highly doubt it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like the high-end that they kind of thought maybe she was involved in. She... She's actually the subject of a really super fascinating podcast series about um, the Linda Taylor story. I f- think it's called like Welfare Queen. But or, it it, make or the Queen so or something like that. But it's actually really fascinating because they like look at a they do like a deep dive into this person's whole life and it's uh, talk
1: about a bad situation. I feel like a podcast called just the Queen would be about Beyonce. Uh, or yeah. the Queen of England. No, Beyonce. <laughs> the Queen of America. Beyonce.
2: <laughs>
0: America's queen. America's queen. <laughs> These accusations were eventually trimmed down until she was charged for claiming eight thousand dollars using four different names. That is way <laughs> less this than a hundred thousand. Wildly <laughs> different, <laughs> right? Experts assume she managed to claim about forty thousand dollars over a number of years from the welfare system. Hmm. Um, she was like splashed all over. But how much was pavers. she allowed to? Not forty thousand. I'm assuming. <laughs> how much was she allowed to claim? Oh yeah, not forty thousand. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> Pro- probably like eight thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah. Like the 8,000 she yeah. got charged with, apparently, it was a very sophisticated scam. Oh man, say. in the 70s, yeah, yeah. Man, it seems like people in the 70s were so stupid, it seems like she just get scammed so easy.
1: When you look at access to information, I think is the biggest difference between yeah. now and then, like. Now you could just look this woman up. I would and yeah. all of over alias. I would Google, like, Am I getting scammed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and put in this phone number, and then yeah. it turns out yes, that's a scam. Yeah. yeah man, I that's mean, a she scam. was
0: she this lady was like running game on different states. Like oh, it was man. not confined to just Illinois. She was putting in work though. Yeah, she this was putting some miles on the old charger. Yeah. <laughs> you are you guys are correct. that dodge this was dart. A, this was a full-time job for this lady. But hey man, American conservatives already wanting to significantly reform the welfare system seized upon Linda Taylor's story to begin pushing the narrative of welfare queens bilking hardworking citizens out of tax dollars by having multiple children out of wedlock, doing drugs, and using the stamps to procure luxury items. Oh, and what? Yeah. Luxury items. You would uh, trade food stamps for, f- Cash. for money. Oh, man. Yeah. And then you would just buy, like, whatever you wanted to with the money. Yeah. Like, purses and ponchos. <laughs> you know, luxury purses I and in luxury ponchos. Your world ponchos. Lux- is a luxury. <laughs> well, it's a luxury poncho. It's have l- you ever been caught in the rain without a poncho? Yeah. Many times. It's a luxury to have a poncho. Yes. Yeah, that you would have been luxuriously in a poncho. Maybe a Louis- I do
1: want a luxury poncho. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me. I'll get
0: you a Louis Vuitton poncho. Ooh, a Louis Vuitton well, fringe. You don't only want to way. get it wet.
1: You don't get that oh, yeah. wet. Though. Yeah, no. <laughs> only one way I'll afford that. Time to go to the welfare office. <laughs> yep, time to get your welfare. You <laughs> sell
0: me your your points or whatever. Yep. So inter pr- f- oh, yeah, future. 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 Inter future president and eternal AIDS denialist Ronald Wilson Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those things are true. The arch conservative was running for president in 1976 and often brought up Linda Taylor's story. Oh man, he hated Linda Taylor. Ooh, he never called her by name, but he would often give speeches about the welfare queen who lived better than most hard-working Americans. The speeches themselves <laughs> were a bit of a mixed bag. Some facts like that Taylor owned 3 new cars, one of them being a Cadillac, were accurate. Oh, man, nice. Yeah. Others, like the claim that she had managed to bilk a million dollars out of the system, a million. were much she, more suspect. She, and uncut. She was charged with $8,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while Reagan lost his 76th presidential bid, he succeeded in raising his profile as a candidate, and helping to forever change the image of welfare recipients from predominantly poor Appalachian whites to inner-city blacks and unwed mothers. Oh, in your faces. Right? It also. Ronnie (laughs) Reagan said, in your faces. (laughs) In your faces. By the way, AIDS isn't a thing. Yeah. P.S. There's no way that you had AIDS. In about 15 years, I'm going to have some really spicy takes about AIDS,
1: guys. (laughs) Arguably one of the worst presidents of all time had bad takes on things. What? (laughs) Yeah, you're going to find this hard to believe.
0: <laughs> it also helped to make welfare reform a reason to get up in the morning for the Republican Party during the nineteen eighties and
1: nineties. so Perfect. you're saying welfare queens were the depression lamp, the seasonal depression yeah, lamp of yeah. the Republican Basically, Party?
0: Yeah, you would like read about welfare queens and that would be like, okay, I got everything. I got my, <laughs> I got yeah. my pet feeling back. good. I got I my <laughs> bigger back. <laughs> I got my goal for the day. <laughs> yeah. Crush the poor. <laughs> yep. You look I can't wait mirror. to
1: see what this has to do with board games mostly. It doesn't.
0: <laughs> it's just Mark <laughs> yeah. soapboxing. Yep. Nope. This is where we enter our bad guy of board game history. Is it Ronald Reagan? It is not Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Man, that'd be cool if I could do two presidents, <laughs> two presidents for bad guys of board game history. Nope. Our gentleman tonight is one Robert Bowie Johnson Jr. Robert Bowie Johnson Jr. Yep. Bob Johnson was born in Baltimore, Maryland, in 1944. Oof. Couldn't find much about this guy uh, about his early years, but multiple sources, including the Baltimore Sun and his LinkedIn profile, state that he graduated West <laughs> Point. a
2: LinkedIn. Point- profile. <laughs> it is a LinkedIn
0: Profile. He's still alive? Still alive. Got to be careful what I say here. I'm going to, yeah, don't slander this gentleman. (laughs) No, of course not. They'll take all of our winnings from hosting great podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They'll take all my welfare dollars. (laughs) He'll claim that you are a welfare queen. Yeah, 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 for sure. He'd be like, hey, you remember those $40 you got every month for (laughs) milk milk and bread?
2: (laughs) Milk and bread? I know you have a new Cadillac. Right.
0: Um, uh, <laughs> I lost my spot. Oh yeah, so uh, basically, multiple sources say that he graduated from West Point Military Academy with a bachelor's degree in general science. General science. Yep. I didn't know that uh, West Point did college degrees. I so thought college, they college. Yeah, that makes sense. Like so college. I guess I you just
1: got to give them some service afterwards. Mm-hmm. Is that the trick? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, fair. if you want to say trick, like it's a very agreed upon thing. That Lots if, of paperwork. If you
0: mean trick as in <laughs> they might send you to war afterwards. Yeah, yeah that's the trick. <laughs> that's the <laughs> trick. That,
2: that's
1: the trick. All right. It's a good trick, not for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a solid trick. Yeah, you get a free education, but you also might die. Yeah. So. Well, you know, it's like general science, right? Yeah, general science. <laughs> if you science don't die, in general science. General. <laughs> I'm a general science major. Yeah. After graduation, Johnson served in Vietnam as oh, a bummer. See there? Yeah. The, there's, there's the, the catch lore. right there. There's the catch. As an airborne infantry ranger. Oh man, that's
1: that's not good. That's a tough living. That's like that's, that's a, what you did pretty much. That's a tough a, gig, right? Not,
0: yeah, not a ranger part. Yeah, but those but, guys. Yeah, that's yeah, not a good. Uh, that was all uh, probably like chopper based. Right? Uh, Airborne um, Rangers could be. No, they were probably mass jumping out of like a cargo plane. Gotcha. But it's also not good. Like Doesn't... Vietnam's not good to jump out of. Like, no, I jungle. wouldn't imagine jumping into the jungle of Vietnam would. be <laughs> Let me tell you from experience: landing in a tree from a parachute is not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like if you had to rank it on a scale of one to exploding kittens. Yeah. <laughs> It's like exploding bones. (laughs) It's not awesome. Yeah. No, it it seems like it sucks. Yeah, it sucks and then you like run the risk of your parachute getting stuck in the tree and you suspended from said tree. So Mm -hmm. it's like and then you gotta like pull your reserve and climb down it that's what they tell you to do but that's not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and like i imagine doing this all while the viet cong shoot at you <laughs> so, yeah it would be terrible right yeah, this is so, all pretty awful hey um, though you got a general science degree so <laughs> you're you, you are ready to yeah, like go out so, meet the world so you owe us <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah uh, i couldn't imagine that serving in vietnam in general would do a lot to like make anybody's disposition better probably not an awesome yeah. time yeah <laughs> probably
1: <a laughs> on a the bright side time. though you could come home and be hated so yeah it's true like, <laughs> there's <laughs> there that so it's <laughs> kind of a win-win <laughs> yeah but yeah, you yeah. do have a general science yeah degree, so yeah. Yeah. worth it <laughs>
2: What a raw deal all around i mean this there, is but. what
0: the 60s too so college wasn't that expensive yeah <laughs> probably yeah. should have just paid for an it. an average mm-hmm. pay of all jobs great yeah <laughs> yep. oh,
1: seems great yep. you, you blew it so yeah after- you're a white man you're not even competing in the business with like minorities or women like you're gonna go places yeah, what are yeah. you doing you
0: made terrible choices yeah <laughs> oh, after serving, uh, Johnson returned to the Annapolis area. Oh, he's local. Yep, he's us? a local boy. That's why I gotta be careful what I say. Oh man, I'll I don't want to knock on my door. I'll go down there and punch him right in his schnoz. Yep.
1: <laughs> I mean, I assume it from his wheelchair or something. He he's born in be 44. Old, that right? dude. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we can do the this, math. He's, this dude, dude seems pretty surprised still. 44. He's at least 80. Yeah, he's at least 80. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After serving, Johnson returned to the Annapolis area and co-wrote what would be the first of his many books. Uh, West Point, colon, America's Power Fraternity, with K. Bruce Galloway. (laughs) Kenny Bruce Galloway? (laughs) Yep, Kenny Bruce Galloway. Three names. Three names, not a good thing. Yep, K. Bruce Galloway. So it was published by Simon & Schuster in 1973, and in the book he criticized American military policy in regards to Vietnam. Yeah, no kidding. Shocking. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was upset over there? Uh, He was really alone in that position, (laughs) from what I've heard. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Turns out Vietnam, not very popular, for sure. So the next few years passed uneventfully for Johnson. He worked on his writing, scored some big-name publications such as Playboy, and Ew. began to refine his political thinking. And I put refine as air quotes. Oh, man. I mean, pretty much anything after uh, being in Vietnam is is not very eventful. No. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if that is the most eventful thing in your life, I mean, that's plenty eventful. That's plenty that's eventful. Plenty <laughs> eventful. <laughs> yeah. I'd be, I would also be willing to, like, just kind of, like, take a few years to sort of Cool I'll, just, down.
2: I'll just chill.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to hang out for a little bit. i want to become a welfare queen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> As long as I can do it on the, with internet forms. I'm not driving <laughs> to different states and hand-filling out paperwork. Uh, not in the, this economy. I would rather just have a job. Yeah, not in this economy. I can afford gas.
0: <laughs> One day, the 37-year-old Johnson was sitting on a Chesapeake Bay pier with not a friend. on the dock of the bay? <laughs> he was hanging out with a 29-year-old friend named Ron Pramschufer. <laughs>
1: Okay, go on.
0: Sounds made up. I'm okay. assuming I'm, I got that name totally right. Pram Schufer. Pram Schufer. According to an article later written by the New York Daily News, the two men were crabbing, but were having little luck. So they started discussing what crabbing they would- Crabbing from the dock? Yep. Crabbing no, do from
1: it. the dock of the bay. <laughs> <laughs> Some...
0: Yeah, just like that. Yep, okay. <laughs> that's the song you sing when you crab from the yeah, dock that's... of the bay. It's, <laughs> it's not is, good. It's... I think it's called the crab song. Yeah. Yeah, crab and bay. <laughs> That's where Old Bay comes from. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's all factual. All factual. Yeah. Don't, bother don't look check- it up. Don't no. bother checking it. So they started discussing. Oh Disgusting. Freudian slip. My bad. So they started discussing what they called the welfare state when they decided to invent a board game to make fun of government handouts. Oh, man. These guys seem like a <laughs> real couple Couple oh, nice fellows. Oh, you haven't heard anything yet, my friend. <laughs> This is
1: bad guys of board game history, not good guys of board game history. Yeah, you should do a good guys of board game history. Uh,
0: (laughs) check out the sequel. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Excellent. Yeah. I need uplifting stories. That book is coming after
0: this book. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, They were clearly inspired by contemporaries like Reagan, and they set out to create a game lampooning the poor people receiving government assistance. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) The people that need the most help should be made fun of. Yep. It's a great idea. Yeah. How dare they? How dare they be poor? Using Johnson's writing skills and Pram Schufer's graphic design acumen, the two men designed a roll and write board game with two distinct Boo. tracks. A
1: roll and write? It's a
0: roll and write. Dang
1: it, I love roll and writes.
0: Yeah. It's welcome to. <laughs> Did I say roll and write? I'm sorry, I meant roll and move. What am okay. I talking about? Uh, Those are very uh, yeah. different. Those are wildly that's, different genres. That's why I
1: was so bummed. Yeah. Was, yeah. I love rolling. Like, like, Second right. of all, this would be a very old roll and write. Yeah. Yeah, that the, was They might have invented one? yeah, they would have invented the genre. They would have basically. invented the genre, which would have been such a bummer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Off no, to is, a bad I'm sorry, start. this is a roll and move. sorry, I misspoke. Also, roll move, hot take one of the worst styles of game out there you don't say it's no monopoly it's no (laughs) monopoly you mean the roll and move monopoly (laughs) basically
0: this board game had two distinct tracks you had the working man's rut was the first track (laughs) There's and no then the other name. was called the Able Bodied Welfare Recipients Promenade. That's wow. That's a mouthful. No, that is a mouthful. It's not even alliterated. <laughs> no. <laughs> i <It's even> good. <laughs> like, no. I thought this
1: guy had some good graphic design. No, he's not. Not wordsmithing. She's a graphic though. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah. So you have the Working Man's rut and the Able Bodied Welfare Recipients Promenade. <laughs> I don't know, man. Keep it at three words. Yeah. I do not don't, it, make it an acronym <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Just call it the Welfare Queen Throne or something. I yeah. don't know, man. <laughs> Make it simple. Welfare Queen Avenue. (laughs) Uh, The working player starts with a $150 paycheck and is stuck on the working track, where they draw from a pile of cards called the Working Man's Burdens. Oh, no. And are first to pay taxes and hope to either get on welfare or land a cushy government job. Wait, they want to get on welfare? They want to get on welfare. (laughs)
1: Okay. Let me tell you, having worked with people that are on welfare, they'd like to get off welfare.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no offense. Get a good paying job,
1: like... I would like to get
0: you know more than forty dollars a month in food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's me. Not, I'd rather have a well-paying job than welfare. Seriously, it's not good. <laughs> it, yeah, as a welfare recipient, it sucks. These guys think it's all about handouts. Yep. They're seeing this lady making a mill mm-hmm. and <laughs> her three cars. <laughs> with one of them being a Cadillac. One of them's a Cadillac. True story. <laughs> the other two are VW Beetles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's too bad. <laughs> it's,
0: too, it's two Yugos it's and a Cadillac. two Yugos <laughs> and a Cadillac. So, like, yeah, three cars sounds great yeah, yeah, until yeah. two of them don't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, welfare players start the game with $500 and earn extra money for
1: each <laughs> illegitimate child they have. Oh, wow, yeah, nice. No. Goals. Yeah. But I assume you don't have to pay for these children. No, no, no. You no, no, get you, more you, money. No, you get paid for them. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> definitely how children work. Yep. Uh, these players oh. spend their weeks committing petty crimes,
0: partying, having illicit sex, oh. and generally living like good-for-nothing bums. <clears throat> oh, but they're on the good track. they that like, good track. Sounds yep. like they're living the life. They finished the game and called it public <clears throat> assistance, colon, Why wow. work for a living. <laughs> I like, Gosh, oh this guy with his titles like, <laughs> yeah i know this might be the first time this might be the first instance of a colon in board game i'd have to like do some digging it's around it's certainly but... one of the most useless, <laughs> All sure. says useless as aliens colon <laughs> oh. another d- glorious, day glorious day in the, in the core, core. <laughs> another glorious day on welfare <laughs> another, yeah poor colon another glorious day on welfare yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's great now for a quick game I'm going to play with you guys called Did I Make It Up or Is It In The Game? Oh, Excellent. No. I can't wait for this. <laughs> no. Is the joke going to be
1: everything you say all is in the game? game. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: All right. You guys ready? Yes. All sure, right. Sure. So these are cards, theoretically, from the game that they wrote. Somebody could draw these cards. You could draw these cards. Okay. The question is, did I make it up or is it in the game? All oh, right. oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Your first card. After purchasing a home in a middle-class neighborhood... You are notified that your child must be bused back to inner city school. Pay $700 in private school tuition. Did I make it up, or is it in the game? I'm going to say in the game. I'm going to say made up. I think it's in the game. Uh, it's actually in the game. Oh, no. Sorry. I bet it's the working class clash. guy, isn't it? Yeah, that's the working class. That's the yeah. working man's burden. He's $700.
1: For private school? Maybe in the, in the 70s. 70s? <laughs> yeah. <It's not laughs> Thousands not,
0: a semester not, now. Not now. All right, gentlemen, your next option. You lose your perspective one day and apply for a job. <laughs> Wow. You're denied it. You allege discrimination on the basis of race. The lawyer you hire through free Judicare program gets you a cash settlement of $1,000. I say not in the game. <laughs> you think not in the game? Mm-hmm. I think it's in the game. That is in the game, gentlemen. That's terrifying. Option three. Are these all in the game? <laughs>
1: that, was, that was my joke. I
0: think they're all in the game. Option I think that's three. the joke. Your daughter h- brings home new ethnic boyfriend. Pay a hospital bill as a result of the incident, $150. Why is there an incident? I, I'm i hoping that is not in the game. I think it's in the game. Dan, it's in the game. That's all in the game? <laughs> it's in the game, buddy. This is wildly inappropriate game. Yep. I, I mean, you didn't get that from the <laughs> title. Yep. You never know. Mark has some bad thoughts on stuff.
1: That's true. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes he has hot takes that I vehemently disagree with, but I got to be honest. Yeah, this is... I'm, they're never this bad. This I'm is, on Mark's <laughs> side here. <laughs> well, remember, uh,
0: Mark did reform his one outlook on Doom the movie. That's true. Yeah, I did text you guys and be like, guys, I think I was wrong about this. Yeah, and we had known all along. <laughs> yeah, but... no, it turns out you guys were right. And I just want to be glad that we got that out on the public record right now. Yeah, no, I'm cutting out-
1: it. I forever need you. <laughs> I need it to be out there that Doom is one of your favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: important that you were. It was
0: a favorite movie of mine. I'm just saying it was a movie I watched. You were carrying the doom banner. Yeah. yeah. I was I was waving the doom flag. Yeah. And you are just like, you guys don't know. And, and I, was like, a, I, don't I was know. a fool, as it turns out. <laughs> One of the <laughs> many <laughs> dumb things on, I've ever thought. On an old movie, if you haven't seen a movie for a while, before you give a take on it, you mm-hmm. might need to revisit mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Just, just give it a spin. See how yeah. it tastes. And then like, whoa, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I was very wrong. Oh, The Rock's the bad guy? All all right, your next your next possible card. Congratulations, you are a very young grandparent. Your eldest illegitimate child has an illegitimate child of her own. Collect one hundred dollars benefit when you reach or past the first of the month. Oh man, I mean, I guess it's got to yeah, be in the game, it's right, in the game. gentlemen? It's in the game, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Illeg- illegitimate grandmother. <laughs> And then finally, uh, the (laughs) last option you have this evening, this card goes like this. Your sister is raped by a paroled rapist. Lost one
1: turn. Oh, hey, you lose a turn. Lose uh, a I hate turn. games where you lose a turn. Um, uh, that is in the game, and it's a card that a worker can draw. Yeah, I yeah, agree. With that you. is true. Those uh, are all, those are all cards for the game. Terrible. I yeah. told you they were all going to be in the game. <laughs> that's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, they. This is a.
0: This is an awful game. What is this game called again? Uh, public assistance colon. Why work for a living? Question wow. mark. Is it at least fun? No, it, it doesn't, doesn't appear to be a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> it sounds depressing. No. And very say, wrong.
0: If I had to guess whether I thought this game was fun. I would have to say no. Yeah, oh, man. offensive. No. Yes, it's very. Ta- it feels bad. These guys were like pumped to make it. Like though, even right? reading it out loud, I was like, man, I feel bad about this. These guys were like all in on it. They oh yeah, it. for sure. They were so all in on it that they actually formed a company called Hammer uh, Hammerhead Enterprises Incorporated. Enterprises Incorporated. uh Huh. <laughs> Why? Sounds <laughs> like a thing they would. Do. So stupid. sounds like they're being working men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah by that's their own true. philosophy, they're idiots. Yep, for sure. <laughs> So they formed Hammerhead Enterprises Incorporated and began printing copies of the game to sell. Oh yeah, get it out there. Yep, got it too. Uh, the two men didn't have any advertising budget, so they decided to contact local papers to write articles about the game to get some heat on their work. And that probably went so good. Totally worked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much immediately, uh, they started getting a lot of people who were like had a lot of questions about the game. Yeah. Old Ronnie Reagan ordered a pallet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Let me get 20 Handed it out like Halloween <laughs> yeah, candy let me get it uh, some reason, Mother, I woke up with a spring <laughs> in my step <laughs> I found a whole new way to hate the poor <laughs> uh, After attracting the attention of local activists The ensuing controversy got Johnson a spot on the Today Day Show and the Phil Donahue Show to talk about his feelings Phil, and the board Phil game. Don-
1: his feelings? His feelings, yeah. About I feel that you should buy this board game. <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel like I need to make money, so I am not on welfare. <laughs> yep. Public assistance ended up in 12 outlets around the D.C. area, and notable NYC retailer Saks Fifth Avenue. Dang, <laughs> yeah, Saks. Saks Fifth Avenue picked up. Mm. Oh, uh, also FAO Schwartz and Macy's, among other retailers in New York, also mm. said, we'll carry the game. Sure, we'll do it. They also had worked out distribution deals throughout the country, and it wasn't long before they had sold out of the one hundred and thirty five thousand initial run copies, get selling at fifteen ninety-five a pop. Oh. oh.
1: I wonder if we can get these. And so after all of that work, they still could have made more on welfare. Like that's terrible. Let me see if there's one on eBay. <laughs> yeah, you can get these. They are very
0: hard to find. But <laughs> vintage nineteen eighty public assistance band born game hammerhead. Uh yeah, we could buy one right now. For $69. $69. That seems like a lot of money for that yeah. game. Well, that's what the bid is up to. Wow, you could just buy it now for 150 oh, Public yeah. assistance board game. I don't know. I guess if you want to have bad things in your house as Do a you, yes. So it wasn't long before the controversy reached a peak. Patricia Robert Harris, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, made a speech in which she called the game quote callous, sexist and racist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's right. <laughs> those,
0: those all check out. Yep. The New York City Human Resources Department, the Maryland Department of Human Resources, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, and the National Organization of Women all called for stores to stop carrying the game. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. That all clears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Good yep. choice. The final straw came when Stanley Bresenohf, the administrator of the Human Resources Administration and Commissioner of the Social Services of the City of New York, wrote to the 13 CEOs of the New York market stores that were carrying the game. Uh, The short letter rebutted the basic philosophy of public
1: assistance and requested the game be removed from all the store shelves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. The problem is that all actual studies... Completely prove that none of this is true. Oh, for sure. So that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> <What> a, like, <laughs> like I don't even know
0: to say yeah. to that. Like it's just not true. Like, the, the problem is these guys are like that's. This is what they believe. Yeah, like they believe it so much they made a board game out of yeah. it. Like it's not like, even a to, joke to point and like
1: laugh at it. It's wild, right? It's not good. <laughs> feel, I'm living up to bad guys of board game history, I'll give it that. Yeah, aptly titled. Yeah, aptly titled. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of good
0: titles. <laughs> So um, bad guys colon
2: a board game <laughs> history yeah
0: yeah so Brezhnev's letters uh, quoted reads in part quote public assistance is not as its inventors claim a heartless spoof of welfare cheats and liberal government bureaucrats it is an ugly and damaging slam at the society's poorest sixty
2: mm-hmm. yeah. percent of
0: whom are children
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah how dare those yeah. children be poor well yep.
1: they're not even allowed to work <laughs> they can't yep. even get jobs <laughs> yeah like they are laws but saying they can't <laughs> Kids can't work because this is the 70s. This is not the 10s. <laughs> oh, we, are, we are
0: firmly in the 80s by now. Yeah. Oh, are we? Yeah, oh, yes, we especially are in the 80s. Then. I um, remember
1: as a kid actually being like upset that I couldn't go get a job. Oh man, um, what a nerd! Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I want to go earn money. My yeah. and of course my parents were, like this idiot. Well, like, yeah, yeah <laughs> like little, little baby John me, Galt over here. Yeah, Gosh. hold on as long as you can. Well, and now yep. I'm an adult, and whew, I was a Ooh, dumb kid. So what dumb. <laughs> Now I'm trying to figure out how
0: to not get a job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how do I get on that welfare promenade? Yeah, yeah I've heard some good things about <laughs> being a welfare queen. Yep. The letter goes on to state that, quote, By perpetuating outdated myths, I believe the public assistance game does a grave injustice to taxpayers and welfare clients alike. By its insensitivity and plain shoddiness, it is a discredit to those associated with its manufacture and marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that, that he right. also was like, no, it's a, it's a crap looking game too. Yeah. <laughs> not, not only do they, what they're saying is wrong, but they also did a, a terrible job Like, do a good it. job if you're going to lie. Yeah. At least make it look good. Yep. Stupids. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bob Johnson didn't waste any time claiming the accusations of racism were baseless. <laughs> Look, I have all kinds of. I have a whole box full of proof here. Yeah, <laughs> I will read you these yeah. cards.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Six days after appearing on Donahue, the Washington Post published a story about Johnson and Pram Schufer. Johnson was quoted as saying, "Quote: There is no race in our game. They're trying to put it in there. You see what you want to see in the game. My attitude is: Why should I work for poor people? Why can't they work for themselves?" Working for poor people is going to make me poor. Why the hell should I work 60 hours a week so a poor person can fare well? To support able-bodied loafs. The whole idea Uh, of welfare uh, is immoral. So stupid. Immoral? (laughs) 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 Those people should starve. (laughs) What they're doing is immoral. Yep. Uh. And here's the part where I remind you guys that there's a card in the game that literally says... Your daughter brings home a new ethnic boyfriend, mm-hmm. a hospital bill as a result of the incident $150. Yeah,
1: because the only outcome of your daughter bringing home a dude of another race is a hospital is bill. One
0: of you is going to the hospital. Yeah. But
1: yeah, yeah definitely not racist. That's though. not no, racist. No. Mark, Let's you just don't... you
0: reading race into the car. Oh, yeah. Ethnic can mean anything, yeah. hospital can mean anything.
1: I... Maybe he works there. At... <laughs> I could be reiterate about the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I reiterate, (laughs) I hate that this exists in my favorite hobby, which is supposed to be about bringing people together and having fun as a group. No, no, no. Anti-welfare. Not always, Dave. Not always.
0: Obviously. Uh, The backlash and public pressure began to work. And one by one, each retailer began to drop the game from its shelves. Uh-oh, cancel culture in the 1980s. Yeah, man. I tell you, the more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> Cyclical. <laughs> Bob Johnson and Ram uh, Ram Schufer. Yeah, Ram. <laughs> Ram Schufer. Bob Johnson and Ron Pram so Schufer were and Ram Schufer. Ram Schufer. And so on May 20th, 1981, they filed a civil lawsuit against Stanley Bresnoff and the Mayor and City Council of New York. The lawsuit sought punitive and compensatory damages due to the alleged defamation and interference with the commercial relations and with free speech. No, yeah. that's yeah. not how free speech works, but <laughs> it's
1: fine. Also, no one said, you can't sell that game. Yeah. All they said was, I'm not selling your game. Yeah. Yep. You Those could, are very different things. You could get If you could sell it all you want, I'm not
0: going to. Yeah, for sure. So in the meantime, Johnson spent his uh, interim days between the uh, lawsuit designing and marketing another game called capital punishment his take on the criminal justice system oh good (laughs) i'm sure it was not a hot take at all it's super woke actually calls for prison reform oh well does it really (laughs) no yeah i didn't think so (laughs) No. They called for more private prisons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like pro-private prison. And we should
1: just kill all criminals, actually. Yeah, what are we doing? Why aren't we cutting off hands? Yeah. Well, you can't just kill all criminals, though, because like then the private prison system won't be making money off of them. That's true. Yep. The problem is you kill them when they come out of prison and get on welfare.
0: Yeah. That's how you do it. Well, That's...
1: no, because recidivism is huge because we don't actually treat underlying issues in prisons. So <laughs> like, they're going to go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This yeah. Is America. Yeah. You're going right back to jail. <laughs> so healthy. I love this society.
0: <laughs> After a year of litigation on December 6th, 1982, district judge Milton Pollock dismissed the lawsuit and awarded court costs to the defendants. He found the state had not interfered Joker. with Johnson's or Pram Schufer's free speech. By injecting themselves into the welfare controversy, and this is all from the actual legal argument, which is available online. Super cool. I've linked it in the show notes. Take a look. By injecting themselves into the welfare controversy for profit and to influence the resolution of the issue, the plaintiffs became public figures with respect to criticism of their welfare views. When they injected their criticisms of the yep. welfare mm-hmm. system into the public forum by marketing and publicly promoting and exploiting the game, they created a constitutionally based protection for those who sought to rebut those criticisms. Yes, you can't mm-hmm. say something, and then if someone disagrees, it is not doing anything to your free speech. No. <laughs> yep. Okay.
1: And also, free speech means you can say anything you want. It does not mean you are free from the repercussions of what came out of your mouth. (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, those are different things. Exactly. Also, free speech does not mean someone else has to publish what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That also is not what free speech (laughs) is. uh, Exactly.
0: Like, you're not going to jail for saying things. That is free speech. When it came to the allegations of interference of commercial relations, the judge also found that because Hammerhead Enterprises had no formal contract with the retailers— Uh, Stupids. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> From the lawsuit, quote: "There is no proof that valid contracts existed between the plaintiffs and retailers. Apparently, retailers could ask for as many games as they desired, and could return games if they chose not to sell them." There is no evidence.
2: <laughs> you don't get a contract. What are you doing? I mean, yep. they're
0: not very smart. You've heard their oh opinions. Yeah. There was no evidence that the defendant had an idea. Uh, had an, an idea which stores had been approached by the games marketers in the year in question. The Brezinov letter did not call for retailers to breach otherwise valid contracts, and there was no proof that any retailer breached a valid contract and damaged plaintiffs as a result of the letter, mostly because there were were no no contracts. contracts. (laughs) I
2: can't breach a
0: contract that I don't have. Uh, And so public assistance and capital punishment slowly faded away into the ether, never to be heard from again. Oh, man. Excellent. (laughs) Just kidding. These games just didn't die. These games continued on. In fact, they uh, reemerged around the 1990s. Shocking. After the time of Reagan and George H.W. Push, push. 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 Yeah. push it real good. Ooh, President welfare welfare. Push it real good. <laughs> Uh, so, after George H.W. Bush passed, Democrats won the White House for the first time since 1975 with the election of noted saxophone player and a serial philanderer, Bill Clinton. Yes.
1: Serial <laughs> philanderer. That's <laughs> true. My personal hero. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> it's but wrong. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Yep. But he also played
0: the saxophone. He also played the yeah. saxophone. Yeah. Uh, naturally, the conservative movement again began to obsess about government spending and the welfare system. Naturally. Sensing an opportunity, Johnson and Pram Schufer trotted out the tired old game they designed over a decade earlier. <laughs> <laughs> as early as june 1993 they began marketing public assistance and capital punishment as quote banned games from the 80s that would have been bestsellers if it hadn't been for quote big government welfare chief and politically correct guardians yes yeah that's, that's definitely why. What's in it. Yeah, yeah that's why
1: it wasn't just people going hey man you're both wrong and yeah. racist this yeah. game's not cool dude <laughs> yeah as a, a as a factually inaccurate and wildly racist. Yeah.
0: And as a as a personal note, I keep seeing this game show up on lists of like, ooh, these are banned things. Yeah, they were never banned. No, it just you. you Companies said no sell. I won't you, sell it. You could not be sent to jail for selling these. <laughs> you couldn't be sent to jail for buying these. So therefore, they're not banned. So like, I wish people would just stop calling these games banned because they were never banned. Like you could buy them. Like you just couldn't find them in stores because because no one went on sell. Obviously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If because only. I as a retailer would not like to be associated with yeah. the ideas there within. I think your ideas are yucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, gross ideas. Bad ideas. Bad board
0: game. Yeah, bad. Ew. Yucky. Go. <laughs> bad board game. Bad <laughs> board game. I'm doing Congo right now. Because yeah. it's a visual medium. <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> Bad board game. Go. <laughs> the 1994 Republican Revolution was led by U.S. Representative Newt Gingler. G- oh,
1: yeah, Gingler.
0: Know. Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingler. Newt Gingler. <laughs> I'm on fire. I hate all these people. <laughs> Newt Gingler's was led by U.S. Cool representative name. Newt Gingrich, a doughy hypocrite who never married a wife he didn't intend to cheat on. <laughs>
1: Once again, more factual information in that (laughs) statement than in the board game in question. (laughs) But his name was Newt, and that's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: I mean, good good name. I mean, are going to be named after a slimy creature. (laughs) Newt Gingler is a better name. Newt Gingler is a great (laughs) name. Uh, Johnson felt like the time was right to really push his games again. Yeah, get Newt's help. Yep, Hammerhead Enterprises attempted to get the game in multiple retailers using the assistance of Mark Sanderson, an Illinois businessman who owned a data processing firm and other unnamed Southern businessmen. Uh, Oh, Southern businessmen. Yeah, he's got that dark money in there now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not my flag. (laughs) (laughs) When asked for comment, Sanderson said, quote, I'm an opportunist, and if a deal aligns with my political beliefs, then the combination is too sweet to pass up. Hmm. Yeah, that's not a good thing to say. Terrible, <laughs> based <laughs> about, on that game. Yeah, based on what I've heard about yep. this game. <laughs> the team failed to get the game stocked in many retailers, no. but managed to sell some copies through direct mail advertising. Direct mail advertising, someone. Oh, people yep. are so stupid. Guys, would you like to guess which group bought the most copies of the game? I'm looking for an occupation. It actually turns out it's welfare fraud investigators. <laughs> They loved the game. I bet they did. I bet they did. Uh, The game went underground again for the next few years until August 2005 during the presidency of George W. Bush. I like they just trotted out whenever there's a new president. Yeah, Like, let's try this guy. Maybe he'll back it. (laughs) Maybe it'll work this this time. (laughs) This guy. 60% of the time, it works every time. This guy definitely hates welfare. Uh, this time Johnson and Pram Schufer released public assistance and capital punishment as print and play originals. Oh print and play? Yep. According to a self published press release, the game was the target of the government censorship, and consumers <laughs> could buy the game separately for nine ninety five or bundled together for sixteen ninety five. Oh deal deal alert yeah, yeah cut us cut us that sweet cash deal <laughs> quote why pay 40 to 50 dollars for a board game when you can get top-notch classic games <laughs> delivered to your <laughs> printer for less than ten dollars <laughs> yeah top-notch maybe <baby>. top-notch <laughs> racism right to your printer oh. right uh that it's was, for yeah. you closeted racist you don't
1: have to walk around with the game yeah
0: you don't want it you don't want your mail carrier seeing you get this in the mail <laughs> yeah this is too embarrassing you gotta Just stop keep, talking to you yeah you gotta keep this in the bedroom drawer <laughs> Uh, that was Pram Schufer in the press statement. Who said good, that. Yeah, that's a good idea. The press release also promised to, quote, rehabilitate lingering liberals. That was my favorite part of it. It was like <laughs> the little tagline at the end. Guaranteed to help rehabilitate lingering liberals around your area. <laughs> they are going to pray out the liberal. Yeah. Well, someone's got to. Someone's got to. These liberals. Uh, the most recent chapter of our story takes place in 2011, where Johnson released a reskinned version of the game called Obozo's America. A Bozo's America colon why work for a living This guy's really got away with words Oh he's really good He's an excellent writer (laughs) This time the cover art contained a badly photoshopped image of Bozo the clown uh, with Barack Obama's face on it Yikes Yep the gameplay is the same, but some of the references have been changed, uh, such as welfare cards, smuggle Afghani hash, collect $8,000. So now Af- you're Afghani, Afghani hash. hash. Oh, yep. Hilarious. And changing uh, the term illegitimate children to out-of-wedlock children. Oh. Oh, that, good. That's Did, what he had a problem yeah. with?
1: <laughs> Did we change the, the time where an ethnic <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> boyfriend came? No, yep. there was more of those. Yeah. Twice it's, uh, it's, it's as many.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, now it's just more out in the open. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Now they're a half-ethnic babies born to unwed. Oh, God. That's terrible.
0: It's, that, it's really bad. Yeah. Obozo, that's wild. Obozo's America. At first, I didn't get it, and then I saw the, the board game art, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God. You're like, that's If not... you think that the original cover of this game is terrible looking, yeah. you should see Obozo's America. Obozo's America's worse. Oh, it's really bad. <sighs> I don't doubt it. I don't care for yeah, well, don't made like me, this. It made me feel real. Get out bad. of my <laughs> hobby. <laughs> Johnson described the retheme as, quote, abiding ridicule of a perverse system and claimed the same claim of racism and misogyny couldn't apply quote the game is a blueprint for the way they are making things welfare supporters don't want to believe that so they pulled out the old racist and sexist and classist arguments against no the game. that's because that's what it is <laughs> that's because yeah. your game is blatantly racist this is like so what's that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing <laughs> yeah, over and over with the same, results. yeah
1: and this dude that's
0: this dude for 40 years <laughs> yep. like i'm just gonna put this game out for 40 years it's gonna change. This time will this be different. This time it's gonna work. Yeah. Like, and every time it like gets worse because people yeah. get more like oh, yeah. awakened to the
1: truth. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but he also makes money every time. I, Does he though? I wouldn't I make say He makes a ton of money. No, he I didn't make say a lot, money, but I, for sure, but. he probably makes like welfare check money, where it's not enough to be comfortable. <laughs> He's or, enough for or, bread and milk, you know, yeah. <laughs> and so maybe some juicy juice on a good
0: month if you budget properly if you really save up the crazy
1: thing to me is like 20 minutes of research and you can look at the entirety of the u.s budget and start to find disgusting amounts of waste yeah Mm -hmm. and our welfare system is not it that's what this guy zeroed in on yeah yeah like i'll i'll get these people
0: these lazy bums like
1: no it's such a tiny like i remember growing up in the air force watching just yeah. millions and millions of dollars in waste every year. And that was just from my dad's work. The one <laughs> spot he worked in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. like, I uh,
0: It's crazy, uh. right? On the now-defunct website for Obozo's America, Johnson described the game as, quote, a fun fantasy board game based on the preposterous notion that a Marxist clown running on the vague and shaky platform of hope and change could become president of the United Yikes. States. That is all kinds of – that's got a lot of problems uh, right there. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's really not good. Terry O'Neill, then president of the National Organization of Women, agreed that racist, sexist, and classist are perfect adjectives for the 40-year-old game. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, he's trying to turn a profit on the backs of poor people and then make himself into some grand figure, she said. It's racist, it's misogynistic, and I find it a little sad that websites calling themselves Christian put out blatant attacks on people who are really struggling. And that is the current iteration of public assistance. As far as the major players go, Ronald Pram Schufer died in hospice on October 5th, 2018 at the age of 67. Hospice is uh, funded by the same program that (laughs)
1: funds welfare. I just have to put that out there. Yeah. They should have let him die in the streets. (laughs) Because social security, like welfare, like all of that is bundled. Uh,
0: Robert Johnson continued to write and self published books and spends his free time today on his public Facebook page posting misinformation about the 2020 election and anti Biden memes. Uh, Among his notable books, yep. Among his notable books that he's published, A Truer God, colon, the Supreme Spirit of Light and Love in the Hebrew and Greek Scriptures, Broadneck Baloney, colon, the book. (laughs) What? (laughs) This guy. Uh, outing the, mon- the moronocracy, ending the rule of the blind to the stupid and the disgraceful in American society, sowing atheism, colon, the National Academy of Sciences' sinister scheme to teach our children they're descended from reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. How I you might. feeling over there, Dan? I might go uh, on Amazon tonight and just give all his books one star. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah, to, I got time. Yep. <laughs> I got no, not much to do. You said he
1: lives around here? Uh,
0: yeah, he like lives Annapolis. in Annapolis still. Oh, okay. I mean, How that's How do you afford here, to live here, in Annapolis? But, that's expensive. I don't know. He's got uh, welfare. He's got <laughs> public <laughs> assistance money. <laughs> uh, his most popular work, The Parthenon Code, colon, Mankind's History and marble. Is this like the Da Vinci Code? Yeah. He's <laughs> trying to rip off that. It's, yeah, right? it's
1: just the worst, <laughs> worst Da Vinci Code. Yep. <laughs> Got so Bob Hanks to play the lead character. This one stars Tom Collins instead of Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Collins. <laughs> Tom Collins. Uh,
0: so that's his most popular, and it's well regarded enough to get him a guest slot on the August 11th, 2004 edition of Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie.
1: All you have to do is call that show, and you can be on the, that. Is, <laughs> that's yep. not a big selling point. you know, like that. That's yep. like saying, we sent those guys at Random Draw a board game, and they played it. Yeah, they played it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. We no
0: surely, kidding. surely did. And he still lists Obozo's America on his LinkedIn profile. One would wonder if he's planning on making another release of the game following the election of President Joseph Robinette Biden Junior. Perhaps with 100% more Antifa. <laughs> 100% more? 100% more Antifa. Uh, and finally, the SNAP program and other programs have experienced a significant uptick in usage since the financial crisis brought on by the COVID 19 yeah, pandemic. No, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, shocking. Yeah, yeah so no like kidding. things haven't like gotten any better. And here's where I would also say like, for any of those of you who would be so inclined to like go to any of his public pages and like heckle this man, yeah, like just don't. Oh, and it's not worth it. It it. accomplishes nothing. Yeah, and honestly, like I don't want to like have any interactions with this dude. Like he seems like a well, yeah,
1: the kind of person that would constantly a declare their game was banned, Mm -hmm. which is a patent lie. Yeah, not banned. (laughs) Never banned. Just not good. So it doesn't matter. Like yeah. you already can't have a conversation about you know facts. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facts are very opinion based, Dave. I don't yeah. know if you know this. We are living in
0: a post-truth society now, yeah. Dave. Facts don't matter. Yeah, a lot of facts are really based on opinion. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. That's why. I mean, it's not racist or misogynistic. Yeah. So I don't know. That made me feel pretty terrible about board games this this last two weeks when I was doing. I all still this feel research. fine about board games. Yeah. I just know that uh, everyone that I play board games with and everyone I've met that has played board games mm-hmm. wouldn't play a game like that yeah so <laughs> yes. i'm totally fine yes. with it like it was shocking when i was like looking through some of the cover art uh i actually have a bunch of really interesting show notes this week guys i try to always like refer you to there uh but there are a couple like pretty detailed uh descriptions of what's in the game itself yeah and so it's, it's be, not... buyer beware on yeah buyer beware oh. <laughs> like if you're gonna get into some bad stuff Ugh.
1: Yeah. Well, since facts don't matter, uh, you've been listening to the number one podcast in the <laughs> world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you in for... the world, not just board game yeah, related. Yeah, yeah. No, just the number one podcast in the Popular, world. yeah, no. for sure. And if you disagree, I don't care. I've <laughs> decided that that's a fact. I don't care. I'll make a board game about it. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. Thanks, guys. That was, uh, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Excellent work, Mark. Thanks. That is going to go on yeah. the book. I think
1: that one's the, that one's keeper for the book.
0: This has been uh, episode number forty-four. Mm-hmm. Another
1: depressing. Uh, another good episode. Another yeah. Yeah, Yeah. bad guys of board game history. Can't wait for heroes of board game (laughs) history. Yeah,
0: please, for the love of God.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Next time we
0: do this, I'm gonna find a hero of board game. Oh my God, Gary Gygax. Why are we not? That's like, come on. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a slam dunk. I need positivity, Dave. (laughs) Positivity. It's 2021. March in the positivity. All right, that's true. All right, stay tuned. Next time in March, we're gonna march into positivity with heroes of board game history. We all had 2020. It was miserable (laughs) as hell. Yeah. (laughs) Give me, give me something. I'm gonna give you something it's gonna be a board game so if you have any questions or want us to review a game or anything just send us an email random draw podcast at gmail.com it just goes right to my phone so mm-hmm. yeah and then we get screenshots of it and, and we, we're all yeah. happy and then i i never respond but
2: yeah i always, respond, yeah, I always respond, so. respond
0: check out our instagram page a random draw board game podcast all underscores Facebook and Twitter Mark takes care of all that yep I surely do Facebook.com go to the magnifying class search for ran and drop pod every I'm time, there. Every, time. Uh, every time you don't need to but. yeah uh, what up Chuck thanks for writing in and I will appreciate all the kind words to everybody who's ever bothered to write in it's yeah a lot of good times and it's Chuck nice. also like was tricking us out today on another uh, board game Facebook page oh so. Chuck was Chuck was that's nice of him man good I job, you, Chuck. it always brings a smile to my face when I see people say hey guys they're not terrible
2: <laughs> that's they're-
0: all I want <laughs> (laughs) They're not not, terrible. They're
1: not the best, but they're also not the worst. And that is a compliment. Well, if (laughs) I had to rank. My performance on this podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10 But I can't use 7 On a scale of 1 to seven. 10 mm-hmm. 1 being bad 10 being working man's rut
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> 1 1 I want to be as yeah. far from working I man's rut to be, I want to be 1 though <laughs> Yeah and then check us out on uh, Twitter as well At Random Draw Pod They're less often But hit me up I'll still say hey When I see the little notification pop up yeah. This is the
1: most 7 podcast of all time That's pretty For sure right. For sure It's not great It's not bad though
0: Yeah
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: And now for something completely different. Dave, uh let's talk about your
1: murder mystery. Oh yeah. man. I'm actually really excited about this. Yeah. Dish Queen. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but whatever. So I'm doing a murder mystery with a few, a few friends. I will say very few. Mark, were you unfortunately? I was not because nor, nor I, I. No, I'm. Uh, I said very friends, <laughs> <laughs> not colleagues, <laughs> not
0: podcast monkeys, <laughs> podcast acquaintance,
1: people I like is what I'm talking about here. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the idea is there is this murder, most yep. foul will murder, take place. Murder, there's been a murder. Uh, everyone has a background and I based it all on clue characters, but, and so everyone has like a background and I, that's secret. I gave them all their backgrounds mm-hmm. and so they can read them over and sort of learn some information. Then when they show up, they're each going to get a night of background, which is going to go over a lot of specifics. And the concept is they've been at this party and then they get invited back to this guy's house, Ben. They go back to Ben's house. Are you playing Ben? No. Okay. I have a mannequin that's gonna play Ben. Is Ben dead? Mm, Ben's about to be dead. Oh no. So oh. they go back to Ben's house I mean, and, I know. and one of them <laughs> discovers he's been murdered in the bathroom. What's Ben's last name? Dover? Cranston. It's solid. His last name is Cranston, but then one of my friends pointed out that there's a typo. So some of their backgrounds say that his name is Cratston. <laughs>
0: That'd be fun because then you don't know who's reliable.
1: Yeah, correct. (laughs) So um, between them all, when they get their day of stuff, there's a lot of like times and places that each of them were. Mm -hmm. As a group, they have the necessary information to figure out which one of them is the killer. But none of them individually has enough information to do it.
0: Oh, does the person who killed Ben know that they're the killer?
1: Absolutely. And they have a false background they can like carry around night of. So if someone glances at it, it looks normal. Uh, I've emailed them Mm. separately the full background bio for their character, including all the details of the murder. They're also the only one that is officially allowed to lie. Uh, Uh, Like one of the rules of the game is that if you're not the murderer, you can't lie. You can be evasive all you want. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to volunteer information, mm-hmm. but you cannot outright lie about anything. This is like Unless you're those, the murderer, lie uh, all you want.
0: This is like one of those games that inspired Werewolf. A little bit, yeah. yeah it's a social a deduction a game. Seems like too much work game. for me. Uh, you know, it I like, like, like to a... stay seated when I'm playing a game. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be milling about socializing. But yeah, I don't want to talk to people.
1: Well, there will be multiple clues read also throughout Ooh. the evening that will uh, sort of push them forward. Um, so, I am very curious to know if they will figure out who the murderer is because the jet who's playing the murderer. Ooh, we know this gentleman. Oh, uh, this podcast is coming out after this. Well, do you think who so? Who is it? It's Joel. Oh, Joel. Joel, let me tell you who's not a good actor. Is it Joel? <laughs> it's Joel. What if you, what? I random drew roles like yeah. when I created it? What if it, they so. figured out
0: like ten minutes into this? How disappointed will you be?
1: Uh, I mean, I think I'll be more disappointed for them.
0: Yeah, because they would have missed out on an experience. Yeah, I don't think they will though. Not me, the goal is finding the killer, and I found the killer. Now I've won. Good yeah. night. When do we lynch Joel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not soon enough, according to me.
0: Uh, but
1: it should be a lot of fun. We'll yeah, see how that it sounds goes. Like a lot of fun are you doing like dinner uh, so everyone is required to bring a cocktail and food pairing oh very nice so it's gonna be like eat one eat and drink a cocktail slash food pairing and then clue mm-hmm. and then do that again so I've got like six clues throughout the night
0: if I had gotten invited I would have brought cucumber sandwiches and peppermint schnapps
1: that's why I didn't invite <laughs> you I hate mint
0: I hate
2: mint with a burning passion
0: <laughs> yeah it just would have been like a bottle of peppermint schnapps and they'd be like cool is that for like creme de menthe and I was like no it's for peppermint schnapps <laughs> peppermint Mark would have bought peppermint chops and York peppermint patties oh <laughs> the, you the have grossest. to eat them you have to eat them because yeah, it's Dave, in the rules terrible Dave. host Dave Hubbard you have to eat it oh. God, it's nice that we weren't invited Mark thanks yeah, for telling all right. us all about that we'll them. do our own murder mystery yeah
1: where we kill Dave <laughs> <laughs> there's no clues I'm just
2: dead <laughs> there's, there's no, yeah, there's no be- mystery yeah, yeah. there's no no there's the mystery no is how we're gonna do it yeah there's no clues alright because I don't want to go to prison <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Thank God he has access to a boat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to dexter you.
1: Yeah. But I'll be dead. You won't have access to a boat unless my wife disposes of my body for you. Oh, please. I can get the boat. I'll say you set me up with it or something. Yeah. (laughs) It's not there. how the insurance works. But it's sure. not about insurance. Mm-hmm. It's I'll about just pretend a boat. to be
0: you. <laughs> I'll, uh, what I'll do is I'll wear a trench coat yeah. with some stilts, and I'll be like, "I'm Dave Hubbard, and I'm here to get my." Boat. I'll carry you on my shoulders,
1: and oh, we'll yeah. put a trench coat <laughs> over both of us. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: we are Dave Hubbard. <laughs> I've never had my ID checked. I guarantee that if you just understood how the system of the club I'm in works, you could just show up at the dock. Tell them you're me. Mm-hmm. They will
0: give
2: you a boat I'll Just and let start you go asking
1: out. Candy a bunch of questions about it.
0: Yeah, it I'll won't say be someone, hard.
1: I'll say someone from
0: work wants to know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's me. I, I'm I,
0: at work. I know a dude. <laughs> I know a guy who's interested in, like, boats. boats. <laughs> <laughs> he's a boatman. He's a, Yeah, he's a real cockswain. Yeah, he's a—well, he, what happened was is he worked as a longshoreman. Yeah, he was a <laughs> merchant marine. huh And then he retired. Hey, but the the sea has called him back, and yeah, he must yeah. return. You know, the mistress. <laughs> his yeah. mistress of the sea. <laughs> Calling—hey, speaking of mistress of the sea— I watched this movie called The Fisherman's Friend. Have you seen this? No, I don't I've, think I've seen it. I've ever heard of it. So, yeah, it's fantastic. So if I am scrolling through Reddit or YouTube and some sort of sea shanty is being sung, I will stop to listen to it because it is thoroughly enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie is about – filmed in England. It's a British movie, and it's a true story from, like, 2000s. And uh, this group of sailors, uh, fishermen – are this kind of group like they sing sea shanties mm-hmm. but they sing it while they're out and they have this like local concert every friday well these guys from a record label was like down wherever they are like visiting to rent a mansion or whatever <laughs> as, and, as, record labels yeah, do. as record labels do <laughs> and the one guy tells his this uh like band manager like as a joke like hey go sign those guys like don't come back until you sign them so this guy's, like, killing himself trying to sign these guys, and mm-hmm. they have, like, no interest in it. Yeah, they're like, we, <laughs> no, he, we do our singing on the ocean. Yeah, they're like, we don't care about that. We're sailors. Mm-hmm. We don't need money. And uh, so this guy's, like, killing him. He finally signs them, and he, like, calls his boss, like, hey, I signed them. And they're like, Well, that was a joke. Like, we don't really want them signed. But then <laughs> they, like, he, he like, falls in love with his daughter, which may not be part of the true story, but good for movies. <laughs> yeah. So he, <laughs> pours, narrative. he goes and gets him a record label on his own. Their debut song debuted at like number nine on the top forty. Oh, that's so <laughs> weird. Right into that. And now they have like gold records and stuff, but oh, they no. still and they performed all over the world. But they still go back and um, perform this little small concert every Friday for their like little village or oh, whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, Eurovision, that Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it... it's really good. It's on uh, Netflix, I think. Yeah, that's cool. I'm it's a... really good. Yeah, I watched. I think the last like C sea movie I watched was The Lighthouse with uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. No, I don't like that. That's a weird film, man. You no. gotta get your you gotta you just gotta get your wives to watch it. I'm not gonna do sorta, that. Sort of out there. My wife's watching that Bridge Bridgeton. The sex, oh, yeah, the I sex he- show. I hear that show's pretty horny. <laughs> yeah, this the sex show. I don't know anything about it. The all the uh, every time I see her, they're like somebody's doing it. Yeah. I wow. Mean, it's just human nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen Animal Planet. People gonna do it. We'll- <laughs> people gonna do you don't know, like Scientology tell everybody about it I no, because I don't need the lawsuit personally <laughs> come, L. Ron Hubbard
1: will come right after you yeah. I have the same last name he does so I can say whatever I that's want true. that's how the world works Dave Ron Hubbard <laughs> yep <laughs> oh man
0: man can you change your gamer tag to Dave Dave Ron, Ron Hubbard, Hubbard. <laughs> Dave Ron Hubbard. <laughs> That'd be a good gamer tag. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm gonna blast the Thetans out of you. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah just talk about aliens <laughs> nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be very funny. That's a good <laughs> gag, Dave Ron. Hubbard.
2: Game over, man. Game over!